Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode 10. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing all things respect, all right? How to get it, how to keep it, and most importantly, how do you prevent other people from disrespecting you, especially in your career, your life, and in your social settings. So when it comes to respect, respect is the key that can get you into nearly any single door at any single business, any government or any social group in the entire world. It is the key to life. And it's a subject that I wish people would discuss more, and I wish more people would understand, because I know firsthand growing up, I can tell you this, not one person ever truly, truly, truly taught me about respect, meaning how to get it, how to keep it, and how to prevent other people from disrespecting you. And the most important thing, I want to talk a a couple different subjects um, when it comes to respect, and then I have a couple stories that you know I've had in in my own career and how I learned and how it's, it's helped and worked out for me. But the first thing that that it comes to with respect is before you talk about how to get it, before you talk about how to handle a situation where someone doesn't respect you or they disrespect you in public, whatever the case may be, the first and most important thing when it comes to respect is you have to respect yourself. And at the end of the day, this all results to self-esteem. What, in other words, what you think you deserve as a person. Do you think you do deserve that job? Do you think that you do deserve for people to treat you the right way, to be kind to you, to give you the time of day, to want to listen to your input, to want to listen to your ideas? If you don't believe those things, it's going to be very, very, very difficult for you to convince any other single person to give you that time of day, to respect you, to to want to you know hear you out and hear your ideas and thoughts. So it starts with building a confidence and self-esteem in yourself where you go, you know what? I do deserve great people around me. I do deserve to have a super successful life. I do you know deserve to have an abundant successful career. And so it starts with that. And the way you do that's a couple different things. I think self-esteem and confidence um, and respect directly to yourself comes with little things. Meaning that if, let's say you want to gain weight or bulk up or maybe lose a few pounds or start reading or start learning a new skill. If you promise yourself you're going to work on those items, let's say three days a week, actually commit to it and actually do it. When you do little tiny small things effectively over a long course of time, what it does is it slowly builds self-confidence. And what happens is you get small little wins over and over again, which builds up your self-confidence. And when, and this is just quick on this self-esteem portion, is that when you're focusing so heavy on developing yourself as a human and as a person, as a man or a woman, whether this is in your personal life, whether this is in your health and fitness, or whether this is in your, you know, intelligence with learning, you know, leadership skills, management skills, um, how to code, how to do business with other cultures, you know, working with different types of people, psychology, whatever the case may be, if you're so focused on those things and you're creating the best version of yourself, you're going to become better, which in result, better people are going to want to be around you. You're going to feel better about yourself, more confident, and it's going to result into people, you know, respecting you. And most importantly, you know, you're respecting yourself, right? 
But let's talk about a couple different things that gain respect, right? And this is really for for all age groups, uh, but I'm going to kind of focus mainly on like the career side of things and, and a little bit of social settings, but I think those can in many ways go hand in hand. So when it comes to respect, all right, number one, be unapologetically yourself. You do not have to apologize to anyone for who you are. And you know, all cultures are different. And I know we have listeners from all across the world, but I can just say this just as, a, as an American is Americans respect people who are unapologetically themselves, who do not apologize for who they are. Meaning if they have a view and everybody else is against that view, instead of them buckling down and apologizing and going, you know what, the crowd's right. They go, you know what, I understand that they think that but I completely disagree and I believe 100% that what I am saying is true and I'm not going to apologize for it. Even if the masses do not agree with that he or she's comment, they always tend to respect a person that sticks to their guns and believes what they say. And in other words, they have a backbone. They're willing to go against the grain and stand up for what they believe in. Full force. Right, and we've seen this with certain politicians. We've seen this with certain business people. I'm sure there's friends and different people that we've seen this, family members. When you stick to your guns and believe in what you're doing, and you have no problem being criticized for it, people will respect you. All right. Next is a couple things. All right, leading from the front. All right, doing the hard work. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of speak on this as if everyone here is a leader, because I think everyone, whether they currently are a leader in what they do or they want to become one, I think everybody has a potential to be a leader in some form, whether that's to one person or to a million, I think anybody can lead. And I remember this when I I came into, um, in sales and I was young, I was 22 and I was the youngest person in the, in the, in the company I was working for. And, the story of me getting promoted to regional sales manager very quickly is it's a whole nother story for a different podcast, but I got promoted at a really young age. I was, you know, about to turn 23 and I was about to lead a team of about 10 to 12 guys who were all over 30 years old. I had many people there that were 40 to 50 years old who were old enough to be my dad. And when I was in this process of becoming a regional manager, one thing that I, I kind of was thinking beforehand is, and I was kind of strategizing as I was like, okay, well, you know, all these guys like me right now as, as, you know, as a sales rep, hardworking guy, whatever the case may be that does good. But how am I going to make these people that are so much more older than me truly, truly, truly respect me and be willing to follow me? Because I'm sitting there thinking like some of these guys are, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25 years older than me. I have all this other experience and probably seen so many more things than me. How would I get these people to respect me? And this is what I did. And I always think this is an unbelievable method of gaining respect is if I came in and the second got promoted, tried to be the head honcho, tried to point fingers, tried to tell people to do things, tell them they're doing this wrong, telling them they're doing that wrong. All I would be is some other boring, simple boss that thinks they're top-notch just because they have a title. When you become a leader, you they do not work for you. You work for them. I'm going to say that one more time. They do not work for you. You work for them. You are serving the people that you are leading. You are creating a better life for them and their families in any aspects of life. 
business, career, social, anything, right? People choose their leaders. Even if you're a dictator, typically they still have to choose you because the whole country can revolt, but people choose their leaders. And so my strategy in doing this was, look, I have to be so good at what I do that people come to me for help and advice because why would they not look any other way? Two, I can never ask any of the men or women that work or that were working for me at the time to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. For example, if they're going to work on some weekends, I need to be willing to work every weekend. If they have a question about sales, no matter how old they are, if they know, even though I'm a manager, there is nobody that's performing at the level or knows the information that I know, regardless of my age, regardless of my background, then I know that I could probably win them over. And they already liked me. They thought I'm a great guy. But liking someone and respecting someone is two different things. And so what I did is I rebuilt that Houston team. And the way I did it is I had to lead from the front. My goal was to be number one in sales, which I accomplished. And my goal was to make sure every single man or woman on my team was so successful in making more money that they ever made in their entire life. And because I was working so hard to make them successful while they were watching me handle my own business at the same time, they had no other choice but to respect me because I was filling their pockets up. But at the same time, everything I was asking of them and coaching them on the numbers didn't lie. And what happened is, and it's crazy why respect is so important, is respect moves mountains. Because what I noticed is as I grew and developed into that company and I moved up and I became a director and I became a VP and then eventually when I started my company is when new people would come in because of how much I made sure that my people were so successful and I would go to bat for them to make sure their paychecks were correct, make sure their installs were handled, make sure they were coached up, make sure they were successful financially and in their lives and I cared about them, that when people came in, I didn't have to be some hard ass and some person to point fingers to make people do this and that. They would literally go out of their way to tell these grown people that just walked in, seeing this 23-year-old kid run in the office and go, you need to listen to everything this guy says. He will change your life. Just listen to him. I promise you. Please go on appointments with this guy. Holy, just trust me, just do it. And I'm sitting there like, kind of awkwardly. But what happened is, is because I gained the respect of those few men and women that I started off with, by the time I was leading 30, 40 plus people, that respect carried to all of those people through the people that were in the company. I didn't do it just because I was, I didn't gain that respect because I was just so talented. I worked my ass off. I worked harder and longer than anybody else. And I put my people first. And when your people whether in the community, whether at your at your you know company, whether in your social circle, when you do things the right way, you honor your word, you put people first, and you handle business, and you stick to your guns, and you're unapologetically yourself. People will respect who you are as a person. They will, and what's so beautiful about it is, they will tell everyone. And that's how you build a name and that's how you build a brand because your name and your brand is not what they say when they're in front of you. 
They're what they say about you and what people perceive you as when nobody is there, when you're not there, when you can't listen. What are they telling that new person that just started at your company when you're not around? Because if you don't think they're talking, you're delusional. I promise you, they're talking. So make them respect you, all right? Your word is bond, all right? I mentioned that just a second ago, right? Your word has to mean everything, okay? This is so important for respect. So think of this as a leader, right? Let's say you're a young manager, right? And let's say you set a standard where every single person in, in sales for your company has to hit a certain metric to you know be at standard. And if not, they go to performance plan. If not, they get let go or whatever the case is. Let's say you say that's five deals a month or whatever it is for whatever industry, or this could be anything. And let's say you have this really good rep that does good. And then all of a sudden he or she starts crashing and burning. They start, you know, not being professional, you know, being disrespectful, being, you know, rude to other people in the company and to to customers. And they start struggling in back to back months. They do not hit the metric, but because they used to be a good rep, you let it slide. And instead of firing them or putting them on a performance plan like you should have, you let it slide. That is step one of losing all of your credibility or respect. If you gave that word to every single person on your team that that's the standard, and if they don't hit that standard, you'll part ways with them, and you break that rule, that means your word has zero value now. Even if you lose a rep or a person in your company that is quote-unquote talented, you will increase the performance of your team or the you know, the increase the success of your company, wherever you work, by honoring your word and sticking to it. So when that guy doesn't hit metrics, no matter how tough it is, you pull the trigger and you trust your gut and every single person that works for you will know that if you say something, you mean it. And they also know that you're willing to pull the trigger and make difficult decisions that nobody else will. Because the guy in the corner suite, the guy with the, with the nice view, the big desk that gets paid the big bucks, does not get paid the big bucks because he's the smartest in the room. He gets paid the big bucks because he makes the decisions that nobody else is willing to make. He makes the tough calls, and he's, he or she is decisive at making tough decisions that can move a massive group of people forward. They're not always right, but they're willing to make the decision that most people cannot make, all right? Lastly is this, right? How do you handle people disrespecting you, whether at work, in a social setting, or in life? Okay, number one, you get in life what you tolerate. If you tolerate toxic people, you're gonna get toxic people. If you tolerate people talking bad about you to other people in the company, they will continue to talk bad about you. If you tolerate people showing up late to your work, they will always show up late. If you tolerate mediocrity with yourself, you will be mediocre. Okay? Pick your standard and live by it. You have to know what you deserve in life. All right? And you have to be willing to walk away from any company, friendship, situation if they do not keep and stay at your standards that you have as a person and for your team you have to hold that for example think of nick saban do you think that he has a different standard 
and level of respect that he demands from someone at Alabama State? 100%. Do you think no matter how good of a football player you are, the second you walk in the doors in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, that you don't become a better football player immediately? Not because of anything other than you have no choice. It's too difficult. That's the standard that Coach Saban lives by, and it replicates in his team. Excellence is what you want to live by, but you have to keep your standard there. So let's say that you're in a company, all right? Um, And I'm going to tell a story about this in a second, or you're in in a social setting, okay? Let's say that you are a sales rep, all right? And you just joined a team and there's this boss that's really tough. And in front of everybody, and this is a huge rule that leaders should never disrespect people in public. Let's say he goes, and I'll just be the sales rep in this position. They go, Grant, you haven't hit your numbers and blah, blah, blah. And it's unacceptable. And it's embarrassing what you're doing to this team. And if you don't get it together, you will not work here. All right. Let's say he or she says something like that in public in front of everybody. First thing I can say is this. Never allow someone to talk to you like that in front of other people. It is the most disrespectful thing you could ever imagine. Ever. So if someone says something like that, and there's different ways to handle it. There's situations, maybe in a social setting, maybe you should raise your voice. There's times in you know, business settings that you need to be very firm. The way I'd handle that is, let's just say this guy's name's, let's say Mike, for example. You'd say, Mike, I just want to make something extremely clear. As long as I'm going to work with you and for you, you will respect me in front of everybody else and in front of me. I understand I need to fix my performance. I need to work on different things. That's why I've gone out of my way to connect with everybody on the team and you on how I can perform better. But I cannot work for you unless you respect me. So as long as I am here, I ask that you please respect me. And if you want to have a serious conversation about performance, on things I can do better, I'd be happy to do that one-on-one, but never do that in front of everybody else. Is that fair? Typically, what they're going to do in that situation, they go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then you need to reinforce and be like, look, I come in every day. I understand I need to do this and this and this, and I'm absolutely agree. But I always give you respect and I expect the same back. Is that fair? Typically what they do is they respect you and they submit to what you're saying. Okay. What happens is if that boss in that situation disrespects you, not only is everybody else in that team or group or call or whoever is listening to you is now going to, if, if um, this is if you, you don't address the situation, not only are they going to start not respecting you, but your perceived value, credibility that they have towards you is going to plummet. It doesn't matter if he's right, wrong, anything. You cannot allow others to think it is okay to disrespect you. You don't have to fight them. You don't have to do anything crazy, but you need to address the situation immediately. I know many of us were taught, bite your tongue, take the high road. It's completely, it's completely wrong. It's completely wrong. I do 100% believe in karma. But at the end of the day, we're in the most competitive economy in the world. And everybody is out for their own good. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Because people, like, you know, your mortgage bill doesn't wait on anybody. 
Your car note doesn't wait on anybody. You got to make, you know, people have kids, people have lives, people have sick family members. You have to perform. But it is not being rude to tell someone to treat you with respect. They don't have to like you. That doesn't matter. That's a, that's a bonus on top of it, but they have to respect you. All right. So I'm going to tell you a, a quick story, right? And it was, it's probably a pretty crazy situation. I would say it's like one of the craziest situations I ever had personally in my career. And I learned this from living in New York on how important respect is and how to handle when people disrespect you. So thank God I learned that situation. Or I would have got crumbled in this situation, but this was when, um, about a year and a half into my career in the soul industry. So I'd, I'd mentioned to you guys, I moved up, I became a super successful RSM and I actually had just got promoted to director and I was running six different markets across the country for the solar company and everybody under me, I was responsible for about, I think 61, 62% of the sales for that company. And this was a company doing well over 60 million in sales. And I was doing really good. I had tremendous respect. I traveled all over the place. I had unbelievable teams and we were growing really fast. Um, our CEO at the time felt like he really needed, you know, some stud vice president that's been around the block and has done this, that, and the other to lead it. For whatever reason, I guess he didn't think I was ready at the time. And I mean, I, I was only, I was about to turn 24, I believe, like a month away at the time. So we hired this guy that worked for this, a couple of major companies that were super successful. And apparently this guy was like the best thing since sliced bread. And while I kind of wanted to get promoted, you know, to VP, at the same time, I'm like, look, I'm 23. You know, these things take time. I know I'm doing a great job, but, you know, I'm so young. This guy's done all these great things. He's been a part of these great companies. I could probably learn really, really good things from him. So I was like, you know what? Like, this is going to be good. I'm going to learn something. Let's make the best of it. Let's just keep kicking ass and just focus on that. So he gets in and I've worked with tons of people and it was one of the hardest people I've ever worked with. He was just very, very, very egotistical. Um, he, it was his way or the highway. He was coming in there trying to flex his muscles, trying to be the big dog. And if you know me personally, you know that that's not my style whatsoever. Uh, I believe in leading from the front. I believe in earning respect. Um, I, I just don't think that's the right way. But at the end of the day, I did actually end up learning really good things from him. But besides the point, so we were in early meetings and you could tell he felt like extremely, extremely threatened by me because I was very, very, very close with the CEO at the time. Very close. And for the matter of fact, every single other person in the company. I mean, I'd worked there for almost two years. I've been super successful. I was doing my, you know, my teams across the country were doing most of the revenue. So I had a big chunk of the company's, you know, revenue and production. And he just kept snapping at me and being kind of rude. And I kept letting it slide, letting it slide. So first thing that happened, just a pre-framed story. And then I'm going to kind of tell you about the altercation and what ended up happening is we we're on a Zoom call with just the direct managers. There's about eight or so managers, right? And, and I was one of the directors. And the CEO at the time would just blow my phone up. He'd always call when he needed something. And we're on this call and I get a quick call from the CEO and it's like a quick 45 second call. And I, as I'm answering what he's talking about, it was something super important. The VP, the new VP was like, Grant, hey, Grant, we're waiting on you. And, and I'm like, oh, I apologize, guys. Sorry. Um, the CEO called me. Um, I, I don't want to be disrespectful or nothing. It was just something super important. Sorry about that. Like I was apologetic because I, I didn't want to be disrespectful. It was just something super important the CEO was calling. 
And he was like, oh, 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 okay. Because I guess he couldn't say anything because it was a CEO or I don't know what it was. But obviously, it rubbed him the wrong way. And I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I wasn't trying to be rude. Um, I, it was just an important call. So a week later, he had this big like two or three day like meeting basically like at his house, which was kind of weird. But uh, basically he had all the leadership of the company from sales, operations, finance, everything. So we had about like 16, 17 people at this at his house in, in Dallas. And we were going to be going over leadership stuff, new directions the company was going, all these you know, different things that we we're implementing. I mean, he was flipping the company upside down, um, which in some aspects isn't always a bad thing, but we we're changing a lot. And my goal was like, he's learned a lot. I don't care how nice or cool or whatever. I do not care. I just, this is great information potentially. Like I can learn a lot. This is great. So I brought a notebook, um, piece of paper, pencil, whatever, or pen. And I was like, okay, I'm going to study and learn. So I see all of my, you know, people I've worked with and I had great relationships. It was great to see everyone. And he kind of starts talking and he's talking about all different, you know, visions of the company. And then he kind of starts talking about leadership. And I'm kind of in the back by the kitchen. There's, like I said, there's 17, 18 people and I'm sitting there taking notes. And I've been real quiet because I'm there to learn. I'm not really there for anything else other than to learn. And he starts discussing how, you know, guys, it's so important that when you have a team, you never publicly disrespect anybody in person. Like if, you know, let's say like if you have, if something happens to an employee, you never like just blatantly make them look stupid or disrespect them in front of other people. It's important to do that one-on-one. And I'm like, oh man, that's, that's great. I never even, I never really did that stuff, but I, that makes so much sense how like important that is. So I'm writing that down, right? And this is how ironic this situation was. This is how rough it was. So then he starts talking about like, guys, and we're on Zoom calls and we're in meetings. We do not need to be driving and we don't need to be on our phone like Grant, who was on his phone for 10 minutes, 10 minutes last week and thinks that he can just do whatever the hell he wants. Like that's how it was, like screaming at me. And I was calm. Everyone in the room was just relaxed and he just screams this. And the second he said that, I said, hold up. You will never, ever, ever, ever talk to me like that, ever. I don't care if you're in front of just me. I don't care if you're in front of anybody. Don't you ever. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't say sorry. Don't ever, ever ever talk to me like that. I do 60 plus percent of the revenue in this company. You would not even be here if it wasn't for what me and my teams produce. Don't you ever, ever disrespect me. The CEO of the company called, I would have never taken that call. Don't you ever, ever disrespect me again, ever. And the entire room, it's like you could hear a pin drop. And these anybody in, this, in the company has never seen me get mad once. Because I'm a calm, easygoing guy. Like, they've never seen that. And it was so awkward silence. Everyone's, like, just staring around. And he's like, no, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, Grant. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. Like, I, I shouldn't have done that. And I was like, look, no. Like, I'm not trying to disrespect you. And I would never want to take off. But it was an important call from the CEO. I have a ton of responsibilities. I don't have time to be on meetings at 2, 3 in the afternoon. I'm not trying to disrespect you. But you will never talk to me like that ever, or I will not work here. 
And that was a bold thing to do. Super bold. Now, keep in mind this is I already had the respect of every single person in the room and most importantly, the CEO before this. Okay. So in other situations, maybe I would have been a little bit more calmer, but the consistent disrespect that he was doing towards me for weeks now, and then publicly doing that in front of everybody, what he was trying to do is establish himself as a big dog, which is fine. He could be the big dog, but he's not going to take down my respecting credibility down with me. And this is what's so important. And after I was done, I was like, oh, geez, <laughs> well, I hope I didn't screw like the whole thing up. Like, I, and then I started kind of second guessing myself and I'm thinking, I'm like, nah, you know what? Like that's, that's BS. Like, I think I did the right thing. So we carry on with the day and, um, next thing, you know, this is what's so interesting. I get texts from five, six, seven people and they go, good shit, Grant. That was BS. What that guy did. I'm so glad you checked him. I respect you so much for that. The CEO called and was asking like what happened i explained to him and he goes yeah that's bullshit you should have never done that respect to me right and what ended up happening is i not only gained more respect from every single person in the room but i gained that vp's respect who then later came up to me and apologized built a relationship with him and long run like a year ago he actually tried to do like not do a business deal with me, but he actually recommended me to work for, I think three or four different solar companies, which I was already running my own company at the time. I guess he just didn't know, but he, even though we weren't buddies and just unbelievably liked each other, which it's rare for me not to like someone, but we just didn't get along great. He still respected me as a business person and as a leader and as a man. And that's the most important thing. And what ended up happening is all the people that were in that room, I still have incredible relationships with and they would do anything for me. And it's so important and and it ended up working out. And and what's so funny is, you know, it ended up not working out for him and he ended up getting fired three months later. And it's so interesting that they ended up offering me his same job to run the company because I had the respect of everybody in the company and I was putting in the work. But when they checked me and when they were trying to threaten my credibility, I think my manhood in some form, I was willing to walk away from the table before I would let him disrespect me. And that's what's so important. And there's certain ways where you do that very calmly. I raise my voice in a good amount because of the way that he raised his voice at me. But at the end of the day, respect is keen and it moves mountains. And at the end of the day, if that guy did not respect me and if every single person in that room and my CEO didn't respect me and I was allowing it, number one, I'd probably end up getting fired or not being able to work there. But number two, I would never be able to move up. I would never be able to go to different levels when it comes to work. But I know even if I wasn't liked, which luckily I was for everyone, well, except the VP, but if I was respected by all of them, I had an unlimited, uncapped career ahead of me where I could move up, where I could you know, be more financially successful and more people would be willing to learn from me, respect for me, and even potentially work for me. And that is the key to business and life. You get what you tolerate. Set unbelievably high 
extraordinary levels of standards and don't waver from it. You get what you tolerate in life. If you think it's justifiable, the car that you drive, then that's what you're going to get. If the job or the money you make is enough for you, then it's always going to be what you're cap- that's what you're capped out on. That's your limit. So that's the best way I can explain it. Respect. Keep it. Keep earning it. And make sure people do not ever disrespect you again. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to episode 10. And don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you can, if you follow me on Apple Podcasts, feel free to also just leave a review. Um, let me know how you like the podcast. And I appreciate all the support. You get tons of messages. It's, it's great to see people reaching out from all co- corners of the earth and, and all different countries and cultures and backgrounds and age groups. And I really appreciate the support. Like I said, I will always do this for free. I will always, I will never make a course. I will never do anything. All my goal is, is to help as many people learn maybe the things that I wish I would have learned earlier and, and help you know everyone move forward and, and get to a better place in life. So I appreciate it. Wish you guys the best and I will see you um, for episode 11. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks.